listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. I think today is going to end up being my last day for uh, the homeschooling, the Common Sense Guide to Homeschool. I have, I've reached you know, I've I've done at least an hour or more each day, and I feel like everything that I felt that you guys should know, um, I have gone over. But there are a lot of people who are still sending me questions um, that they didn't get a chance to send on the broadcast, or they're sending me questions um, because they haven't watched the other ones, and some of them are repeats. But you know, and I let them know which day I spoke on it, but I want to hear from you. So today is live questions and answers about homeschooling. Um, I know everyone kind of has their own uh, opinion about it, but, uh, you know, it, it's really whatever your preference is going to be and what works for your family. I know there's some people that like homeschooling would be the worst case scenario and your kids really need to go back to school for whatever reason, um, you know, and that's fine. It's not that your kids aren't, you know, as a believer, going to be protected by the hand of God and, and aren't going to. But I know with all of this craziness that's going on, I think parents are also looking at it as like, wait, wait a second. This nonsense, <laughs> until this nonsense is over, I'm going to keep them at home and I'm going to teach. And I think, you know, throughout this week, I've been able to, to let you know that it's not something that you have to be entirely gifted in. It's not something that you need a degree for, uh, but you you absolutely can do it. So I've got a few resources that I've I've spoken about throughout this week that I that I brought with me that I'll show you also uh, before I go. And um, but I want to hear from you. So first, hey Kelly, hey Nico, hey Sue, hey Kayla. Uh, so let me know, what have you guys been doing so far this summer? And if you have any amazing plans, I would love to hear about it. Uh, for those of you who are new and jumping on for the first time, my name is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. And, um, and so this week I've been doing the Common Sense Guide to Homeschooling. So I, I, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I've gotten some great feedback and um, I've been speaking with uh, lots of ladies throughout the week. I know yesterday, if you're jumping back on and you watched, I will get those Amazon links to you uh, for the stuff that I showed you in my picture yesterday of how my desk and my little uh, area is set up. And, um, and then also, I have a, a call into the school to kind of see if I can get some kind of link to give you guys and maybe possibly a discount if you end up doing um, Alpha Omega, which is the curriculum that I currently use and have been using since 2015. So uh, I taught on that on the second day as to like why I use that curriculum, uh, what I love about it, uh, you know, and, and I've never just pushed that one. So, you know, everyone has to do their own research as to what they love about what works for them, what works for their schedule, uh, what works for their kids' ability at learning. You know, all of it is presented to them differently. But I did let you know what I use, what I like to use, um, and uh, why I love it so, so much <laughs> that I probably will just continue to do it through high school. Does Alpha Omega have a college? <laughs> I'm going to start one. No. <laughs> All right, so if you're just jumping on and you're sharing, today I'm doing questions and answers. Um, 
like I said, I've got a few things I want to show you as far as some things that I mentioned earlier this week as, you know, resources and things you can do as teaching for your kids that are also fun. A lot of things are geared uh, uh, towards uh, tech, geared towards tech stuff, and nothing's wrong with it. You know, that's just the way it is, but I'm a big believer to, you know, go outside. Let's go outside every day. I mean, you can ask my husband, ask my kids. I'm always like, all right, shut everything down. You want to go on a bike ride? You want to rollerblade? You want to go to the park? You want to go somewhere? Let's go get some fresh air. So as much as that's wonderful, I also have some awesome uh, tech things, um, resources that I can show you that my kids use, which also use their brains. But today, as you see the title, it's live question and answer. So there's some people that have written me over the week uh, in the comments and I tried to get back to them and just maybe I didn't. Um, oh, you did, good Christy. Yes, it is awesome, the whiteboard clock, because then I can quiz, um, I can quiz, uh, who do I quiz that does the clock? Brooklyn now. And I can quiz Brooklyn, and uh, it, it's phenomenal, because I can choose the time, and then she moves the hands, and then and we get all, we get all that, because in Alpha Omega in first grade, uh, you can do that. But anyway, Kayla, all right, let's see. I need to check out this Target dollar school supply section to see what I've been missing out. So Kayla, it's right when you walk in. Do you know the section when you walk in? I have, oh, I feel a sneeze coming on. You know the section when you walk in to Target? It's right there. It's all the stuff that's like $3, $2, $1, stuff like that. That That's where it is. So when school time comes, they put a whole bunch of stuff up there. And um, that's that's the kind of stuff that I got yesterday that you saw. I was trying to see if I still had it. But it's perfect. You spend $5 and completely do they had they had borders they had like um school borders that you could do they had um you know if you wanted to even decorate your office and stuff that you're in uh so they had school borders I mean, they had way more than what i bought so you can just go to town and set up your own thing they've got color coordinate things so you can make it really cool all right so Let's see what we got for questions. All right, I have a question. I don't know if I missed it or not. Are you using Monarch from Alpha and Omega? And I've been homeschooling my children for seven years now using Abeka only. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I'm not using Monarch. I'm using Alpha Omega Academy. So Monarch is their online class. It's their online, just an online school for homeschooling. Alpha Omega Academy is actually, you are enrolled so maybe maybe the words need to be different. So homeschooling is completely separate. You're with your city, you're with your district, you turn in everything, you're responsible for your calendar. I mean, everything lies on you. Your pace, your everything, everything. I mean, you have to keep up with the standards of t testing and things, but that's it's all on you to contact everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. With Alpha Omega Academy, look at it as this way. It's called distance learning. Distance learning is my kids are enrolled in an accredited school that they are a part of. So it's literally like they go to a brick and mortar school, but they do it from home. Their brick and mortar is their house. <laughs> so I use Alpha Omega Academy and I love it because, man, it keeps me 
on track. Oh, yep, yeah, Heidi said field trips are great. Oh, you're so welcome, welcome, Amanda. I appreciate you contacting me. Hey, Britt, good to see you. Yes, supplies like that are great. Okay, so here is an awesome um, game. I love, it's, it's this brand called ThinkFun, thinkfun.com. It's, it's a really great math game. So you have this little like race, like you're doing like a board, you gotta get start, finish, and you can, if you're with little ones, you can go halfway and stop, or you can just keep going if you want the game to go longer. And you have these colored dice. You have these colored dice, and you have this big one, this 12 count die, all right? So what you do is you take your kids, they take all the dice like this, drop it on the ground. Well, you can take this one first if you want. It doesn't matter if you do it together. So you roll this white dice and whatever comes up. So let's say eight comes up, okay? You take these five dice, roll them on the ground, and all these numbers will come up that are on the dice. Now they want you to make math problems out of this and how many you can do to get to it. So you have five dice. So even if a three and a two came up, you could take those two dice and say, well, three plus two is five. And then what can you do left over? Or because the more dice you use, the more points and you want to be able to use them all. So what if you did three, you know, what if you had the dice that would do three plus two is five, okay, five, and then you had two more threes. You could do a plus three is eight, right? Minus eight is your, your answer. So you, you want to be able to use as many dice and do as many um, setups or, you know, patterns that you want to be able to do to get there. So I have really enjoyed this and it has really helped Brooklyn uh, not just look at a problem like she does on paper. So this is called Think Fun, and it's called um, Math Dice Junior. Math Dice Junior. And it, it, it has been a great resource when she started learning problems because, you know, on the piece of paper, Brooklyn has problems, and she'll look at it and she sees it. Hey, it's, it's 3 plus 2. Hey, it's 11 plus, you know, 3, and she can do it. But what makes your mind really work is can you see it? Can you get them to pull it out? Can you get them to look at something and say, ooh, that makes that, that equals that. So those are the kinds of things that are inexpensive. Huh, I think I found this on Amazon too. I'll, I'll randomly look at things for Amazon and if I think that it's gonna be something good, um, I'll order it. I think I ordered this on Amazon, but they also have their own website called thinkfun.com and this is called Math Dice Junior. And it's, it, it's really helped Brooklyn in first grade to not just do problems, because you do worksheets all day long, but it gives her in her mind, hey, I'm not doing my worksheet, I'm gonna sit on the floor with my mom, we're gonna play this game, and um, how many problems can I get together, can I beat her to the finish line? So it, it's a lot, and it lets her look at the numbers and say what plus what, or what minus what can get this answer. So it's a really good thinking game. So that's one of our games that we love to play uh, in the middle of school that we do. Um, it's like you're enrolled in an accredited charter school that is online instead of a brick school. 
You know, I don't even really understand the difference in charter school. Is it the way they get money from the state? Because, I mean, as far as you being enrolled in an accredited school, that it's like private school. And charter school um, is not necessarily like a private school, except they do get certain funding, so I think they're similar in that way. Uh, do you pay to go to a charter school? I don't even... I don't even get charter schools. <laughs> Has something to do with funding because they're not like a private school. A private school you pay good money to go to. Um, let's see, our district here has a link of recommended curriculum and Alpha Omega is one of the 17 listed. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they, they have really good curriculum. I mean, when you get the paperwork and you are, um, looking at the books that they're going to do at first you're like oh my gosh this is what they're going to learn this year <laughs> but at the end you're like okay we did it we kept up with that pace so believe me if if homeschooling is just something you're going to do for a little bit alpha omega is really going to set them up for success and set them up for um i, I really feel homeschooling does that anyway because you have a lot of one-on-one -on -one you know, and it's not like I mentioned earlier. I was, I think I asked on day two, how many kids are usually in a class? And people were writing 25, people were writing 32, um, 30. That's a lot for a teacher to get everybody focused at the same time, to get everybody to be quiet, everybody to sit still. And I'm, I'm a product of going to school. I went to private school. I did public for just a couple years. But I mean, I'm not saying that going to school is, is wrong. And I'm not saying that going to school is something, you know, you shouldn't do. And, and definitely, you know, be scared of school now because of what's going on. It's just, you know, I was going to send Teddy to a little private uh, VBK for because in Florida, they give you a choice of private or public. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to choose private. I don't have to pay for it. Uh, there's a really great Christian school and a church outside of my neighborhood. And I had went over there and took a tour back, I think it was like January or February. Applied, got Teddy in, applied with the state of Florida to get the free year. And um, that's just something they provide in, in this state. And uh, so I went to do that, and and then once this all hit, the, the restrictions and the things that I'm getting uh, back, it's like I'm gonna drop him off at a scientific lab. And and listen, there's some people that that's just what it's gonna be, and your kid's gonna be just fine, and they're still gonna learn. But if you are in this position where you can work from home. I know a lot of people, their jobs have switched and, and are now working at home. If you can do it, do it. Honestly, homeschooling is phenomenal. That time you get alone with your children, the time that you get to teach them, the time that you're pouring into them, the time that you're guarded with them of what they're learning, of what they're hearing. You know what I mean? There's stuff and I mean, just with anything. Kids pick up anything. Attitudes. They can pick up attitudes. <laughs> Not just germs. Kids can pick up attitudes. And so these are things that are not happening when you get them at home. Anyone can do it. 
I really believe that by the end of listening to these podcasts, if you're listening to them on replay, uh, if you've listened to them all, don't just like, I'm going to listen to the question and answer one, but not day one. They all go together and they all build up to today. So I start with telling you how you can do it, why you can do it. I tell you not to compare yourself. And I tell you resources. I tell you things I have. I've shown you what my setup is like. Um, you know, I live on the road pretty much. And it is a great time. I, I've explained uh, schedules. I've explained what you can do with little ones, if you have older ones, if you have more than one person being homeschooled. It's just a matter of getting out of the daily routine that we've always been in. It's hard for us, for anyone, get out of the daily routine of what we've always been in, the box. The working nine to five, this is how it's supposed to look. This is when they're supposed to do school. This is when they're supposed to have breakfast. This is when they're supposed to go to bed. You know, we get in this robotic routine. And I'm not saying a routine is bad and a schedule's bad. It's good to have it. But you have to let that have like flexible walls, okay, within this box that you're putting yourself. So if something changes or something gets moved around, it, it's going to be okay. So homeschooling to me is phenomenal. And like I've said every day, it's nothing I dreamed, dreamt to do. There's nothing I wanted to do. It's nothing I said I was going to do until I started in 2015. And I felt the same uncomfortability. I felt the same, um, am I really going to give the best education to my daughter? Because I'm not some scholar and genius and how I, how I feel about myself. And, you know, I did well in school, but... I didn't love school. I wanted once it was over, it was like I don't really need to revisit all of this. And that's something you do as a teacher uh, when you're with kids. And so, those are all the things I I thought of also when I had to when I had to start homeschool. But now, <laughs> I probably after the first year, maybe even the second year, I was like, this is for me. I love it. I love uh, being able to do this with my family at home and staying together. All right, let's get to a few questions. Um, how would you approach field trips and library visits where it's been mandated to wear a mask indoor public places? Well, you know, every state's kind of different right now. My library is still not open. My library, you can order books online and then they have a, t a table outside that they're doing their orders for the day that you can go and pick up. Um, uh, so I don't know if your library is open. Uh, I've never made my kids wear masks. Uh, I think it, parents, I mean, unless that's what you're comfortable doing, but you know, kids don't have to wear masks. Uh, let's see, I went to an indoor play place the other day that was to me that my kids really wanted to go to, and they know I hate masks. And so I told them, I said, listen, because you have to wear a mask when you're paying for the thing. I said, listen, I will put a cloth over my face, this white thing I have that goes over, like it's like a sleeve, I don't even know. I've never even bought a mask during this whole time. So... I said, I will put this over my nose because I love you guys and I will take you into this play play place, indoor play place. But 
kids don't have to wear masks. And I know everyone will say, but the mandate says nine and older, or the mandate says six and older. Well, guess what? In Florida, it says anyone two and older has to wear a mask. And all my kids are way older than two, and they've never put one on. So, you know, do what you have to do. Go, go where you want to go. I, I'm not letting this nonsense wreck the lives and the schedule that I have with my kids. Not at all. Not at all. And we do field trips. Lots of stuff outside. Um, outside, you don't have to wear a mask. That's, that's the most crazy thing I've ever heard. I live in South Florida where it's like 97 degrees every day. You think I'm going to put a mask on to go outside? Nope. And they said Corona dies in heat. So I don't know who's smoking what, but <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask, especially outside getting some fresh air. So anyway, off the mask story. But still do your visits, still go and do places. You know, for us, I'm just letting you know, for the Shuttlesworth family, life has proceeded as normal. As normal. As normal. My kids are not missing out. They're not feeling left out. They've had a great summer. We've been on boats. We've been to the beach. We've been swimming. We've gone to tent meetings. We've gone to churches not wearing masks, doing any of that stuff. So you just got to find your loopholes and you just got to put your foot down and say, hey, I'm doing this with my kids and, 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 and it is what it is. So um, for us, libraries aren't open yet, so I, I can't even do that. But I did say at the beginning, um, Kenesha, that uh, I did take my kids to the library a lot when it was open and we weren't going through this scandemic. Uh, they have free classes at the library that are great that you can uh, put all ages of your kids in. Maddie has done the chess club. She's done uh, STEM activities. She's done Lego building. Uh, Brooklyn has done Lego building. She does arts and craft classes. There is, um, and I don't think a lot of people know this because every time I post things on about where if I'm at the library or Maddie's a part of this, they're always like, you put your kids in so much stuff, but everything at the library is free. You don't have to pay for any of those things. You just get the calendar at the beginning of the month and they've got book club classes. They have, Maddie loves coding. She's very techie. So they had a coding one where they built some kind of video game thing. Like you were to bring your own device to the library, whether it be a laptop, an iPad, an iPod, anything you know that you could get online with. And um, she built this game and, and then she, they played each other with, you know, whatever they teamed up and they played. So my kids have... have been homeschooled. Um, they're not weird because I'm not weird. And so weird homeschooler kids are a product of their parent and their <laughs> surroundings. And my kids get out. You know, I've heard things, you know, my kids need to go to school. They need to be a part of sports. My kids have always been a part of sports. Um, so it, it's really what you want to make of it. They don't have to be without anything unless you choose to not put them in. I'm getting ready to sign Teddy up for T-ball uh, for the fall. And, you know, he misses what he misses when we're on a trip, and he's involved in what he's involved in. Uh, last fall, he did soccer. He was at every game and every practice that we could get to. If we were on the road, he just, he just wasn't there, and I let them know. Uh, Maddie has done soccer for three years. Brooklyn is currently in ballet, and uh, Maddie – was doing tennis lessons up until, you know, they got postponed until all of this stuff is is past us. So my kids have never been 
uh, socially awkward and they've never been in a place where they feel like they are without. In fact, they get the better choices of when they do sign up for something, the times that they want, when they want to do something, because we make our own schedule due to homeschool. So my kids meet people all over. Um, you know, and a lot of parents have this, Christian parents have this thing, you know, like, my kids need to get out there and be a light. They need to be a light to the world. Well, yes, you can be a light anywhere. You don't have to be a light just because you go to school. You can be a light when you're at the grocery store. You can be a light when you're in your sports. You can be a light when you're um, in your at the library in the classes. They should be a witness everywhere. I did a podcast on that um, on Nonstop Mom. If if any of you follow that, and it's like you know, if your kids do have to go to school, equip them to go to school. Equip them to go out into the world. And if you choose to homeschool, guess what? Still equip them. Equip them to go out into the world. Equip them to be soul winners. Teach them that. I don't keep my kids home because I'm scared. (sighs) I teach my kids, I keep them home because I want to teach them. I want to give them that educate, that style of education. I want them to stay on the road with us. You know, my husband's a minister and we travel and go together. I want them to be in the anointed services more than I want them to be in school. My kids are smart and they're going to be smart and they're never going to be lazy and they're going to do great things, whether they are called to be in the fivefold ministry or they're, they're called to work a phenomenal job to fund the kingdom. You know, a- anything that they're going to do, they're going to be smart and phenomenal at and their dad and I are not lazy people. So they're going to learn great worth ethic. They're not going to be lazy. They're going to be a part of stuff. They're going to, you know, there's times where Maddie, when we did tennis and she was like, I don't want to go. It's so hot. I was like, no, too bad. He's meeting us. We're keeping our appointment. You know, all of these are, are learning traits, whether they go to school or not. It's what you put them in and make sure that you teach them the principle of that thing. So whether you do it from home or school, we have to equip them either way. It's not, I'm going to equip them and send them off. No, it's I'm going to equip them because the Bible says I need to train my children and training my children is an every day, all day, every minute, around the clock responsibility of ours. Okay, so let's see. Um, How would you handle field trips and extracurricular activities where masks are mandated in public and indoor places? Same thing. Um, I've never put my kids in masks and I've never had a problem. That's on every airplane, every anything, nothing. They don't even own one. They don't put one on their face. They never have. Um, Actually, one time when I went flying with Teddy, the stewardess tried (laughs) tried to give him one before going down the jetway and he yelled about it. It was so funny. He's such a true little Shuttlesworth. But he was like, I am not wearing this mask. Okay, at four. Masks are the worst. I said, hey, son, I can't agree with you more. So you don't have to put it on. You know, so we're not. You're the parent. Your call. That's my call for my family. So that's just where I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at that. So if, if, um, if you send your kids to school, then you're saying yes to the rules. So if they say, hey, you know, this is how it's going to be if you come here. It, it's like people who have a job. 
you know, you're receiving a paycheck. So if their requirement is, hey, you have to wear a mask to do this, you know, in, in this place of business, uh, you, you work for me. So that is something that you have to do. You know, it's the same thing. If, if school's going to require all these things, then you have to make your decision. Uh, am I going to make my child do this or not? So that's, that's kind of where it is. Before we started homeschooling, my daughter was in private Christian school and we had to work with her teachers, peers, not believing in divine healing and lack of faith, even in a Christian school. Yes, Christy, unfortunately, unless, you know, they are the same belief as us, a lot of schools are Baptist, a lot of schools are Catholic, a lot of schools are Presbyterian. Um, they're not really of the Pentecostal belief system. And so in private school, I had to do the same thing. I, I, my private school was... Um, Presbyterian. So it, you're not really going to end up changing the school. Uh, so just make sure, you know, your kids know what the Word of God says. And I mean, I know you're, you're homeschooling now, but as long as they know what it says, which is good because it's practice for when something's wrong in the future or they meet somebody, they're able to explain why the Bible says, you know, this. What does it say about divine healing? What does it say about, you know, the blessing of God? What does it say about... Uh, supernatural joy so you know it's not a bad thing that the school uh, that way you know disagrees but make sure it's a learning point at home that they know like listen this doesn't line up with my belief and this is why hey listen I went to a Presbyterian private school and even though I didn't even know the word as much as I as I do now and I uh, saw revelation of the word like I do now. My spirit man knew because I was telling my husband not long ago that they would teach on the different wills of God. And this is something I wrote in my book on my devotion of how there is one will. It, it doesn't say wills in the Bible. It says, you know, it, it will without an S. So, you know, that's just something. And even then I, I would argue with my Bible teacher, you know, respectfully, but just be like, mm, so, you know, that's just something we have to do. I'm in Canada and the government is making it mandatory uh, for school. Yeah, so that's just something, you know, if you send them off to uh, that that you're just going to have to deal with. Our library in our area, story time for you is so awesome. Took them classes. Um, yeah, New York is getting ridiculous, but it's kind of always been ridiculous. Yes. Wear masks. Sorry, I'm just now catching up. What curriculum do you use? All right, Jake, so I um, spoke on day two, I believe it was. I use Alpha Omega Academy. So if you want to go back and check out day two, I do a huge, probably most of the broadcast is explaining uh, the different things that Alpha Omega offers. And I use the Academy, which my kids are enrolled in accredited school. And it's like they go to school um, they're attached to a school system, but they do everything at home. So uh, if you want to know more about that, Alpha Omega Academy, you can check it out online or just go to my day two and I do a great explanation as to why I use it and why I love it. What about single moms that have to work? I really want to homeschool, but don't know how I will be able to do that. Jamaica, listen, like I said, don't ever get down on yourself because, it, you know, you have to go and send your kid off to school. They're going to be just fine. If, if homeschooling is a desire you really have and you feel like the Holy Spirit's convicting you and, and that you want to keep them home and you want to do it, like I said on day one, 
we make our own schedule. So if, let's say you work during the afternoon and you can't do homeschool till later in the afternoon, you know, you do what you have to do, what's, what works for you. And, and if the Holy Spirit's leading you to, um, to homeschool and you're like, how am I going to do this? It's absolutely doable to pencil it in. It's just, we have to look at it as a clean slate and not the whole like, they have to be starting by 8.30 in the morning. They have to do this. But at 8.30 in the morning, I'm getting up to go to my job. So if I can't start them at 8.30, how am I going to go to my job? How am I going to do homeschooling? I touched on that on day one. What if you did homeschooling later in the afternoon or a couple hours early in the evening? You know, we just have to we just have to shift things around in our schedule and see how we can make it work. So if that's something that's on your heart and you really want to um, uh, homeschool and you feel like, hey, I'm a single mom that has to work, you can do it. You can do it. You can even write me and let me know what kind of schedule you're thinking of and I can help you try to figure that out and balance that for you and what grade you're doing and let you know kind of uh, the idea of what's for that grade and how you can kind of stack it. I had someone today write me. Um, she might be watching, but I had someone today write me saying, you know, I'm not doing the academy with Alpha Omega. I'm doing um, just their homeschooling package, but for first grade, but um, within the package, it doesn't come with history and science. I have to order that now for $90 a piece, each course, $90. So I paid for my, my first grade package, and this is what I got. I got penmanship, I got spelling, I got phonics, vocab, um, health, and math. That's a lot for a first grader anyway. So I already let her know because I've done Alpha Omega. Penmanship, that should be on your last thing. Teaching them to write proper print, focus on that first. Cursive will always come down the road and it's incorporated in some schoolwork. At least Alpha Omega still incorporates it, but it slowly trickles in so you have time to learn it. So don't even look at that book right now. If you have time or you got, you know, a rainy day and you wanna start it, good. But don't be overwhelmed by thinking penmanship has to be done every day and it adds an extra 30 minutes or an hour to your, to your class. Um, you know, do what matters the most, do what doesn't last. So I told her, I said, you know, phonics, language and reading, those are all combined together. Uh, spelling is a separate book, but the phonics and reading, but they all go together because once you learn to read and get the sounds, then you spell. So to me, the three of those have to be taught to, you know, together. And so I said, you know, that's a priority and math's a priority, okay? For me, uh, doing a book of health, that's not a priority because you're going to teach your kids that anyway right now, and that's stuff that can be done down the road. See, this is the one thing I want you to learn. Whatever curriculum you get for homeschooling, look at it as what's the most important thing to teach them right now for their grade and do it in that order. Because some parents would look at that and say, look at all of these subjects that I have to do for first grade. Health, penmanship, phonics, spelling, reading, math, and I want to add science and history? What? I'd have to have an eight-hour day. And then they're choked up, and before school even started, they're ready to quit. Look at it this way. Reading, spelling, 
phonics. Those three go together and I wanna get that instilled in my kids because that's what matters. They will do nothing. You know, I told Brooklyn that when she was having trouble. I said, listen, you will be able to do nothing in life if you can't read. Reading is so important, nothing. And then I explained, you'll never be able to read the Bible. I said, anybody could tell you anything and you'll have to believe it because you can't go to the word of God and find it for yourself, okay? So for me, that's most important because <laughs> that's your life tool right there. That's your life's manual. If you can't read your life's manual, you're screwed. <laughs> so that was one thing I told Brooklyn all the time. I was like, listen, we're gonna learn to read books and everything, but you have to learn because you'll never get a job. You'll never be able to work anywhere. You'll never be able to read the Bible. You'll never be able to do anything if you can't read. So that was an important list and math. Then the other stuff we had fun with, we still had to do, she had science and history, but I was not harping on it. I was not harping on it at all. So I told this young girl that, that uh, wrote me, so she's probably my age, I told this uh, lady that wrote me today, I said, um, listen, don't even buy the history and science right now until your school or what you're doing needs it as an elective or, or it starts counting towards their grade point average. Do your own history and science. Google and find out what's the, what's the normal stuff that's learned for first grade for history and science. I told her because I also did Alpha Omega, I would look and let her know and tell her what they're kind of doing in first grade. Uh, so she kind of would be on the same page. So when she pops over to second and third grade, she's already like kind of knowing what Alpha Omega is gonna teach because to spend $180 extra, $90 on each subject to get those books just to have those books, you can print out your own history and science worksheets for free. Go to education.com. Say that you're a teacher for all you homeschool moms and for $5 a month, you will have literally thousands, thousands upon thousands of worksheets you can print right from your home right from your home that you can that you can have. So you have to understand there's so many cheap resources out there and we don't have to buy into, you know, there's stuff with Alpha Omega that I've told them no, I don't need to do. Like they they every year they always ask, "Do you want to add Bible on?" Well, that's that's extra money to add that course when it's not required yet for her grade point average in third grade. So I'm not gonna add Bible because I can teach the Bible myself right now until it has to be counted for her grade point average. So see, don't always think that when something's offered to you for that, find out, hey, is it something I have to have right now? Or is it something I can do another avenue and then later on when it's a requirement for that grade, then do it. So see, save that lady $180 this morning, just letting her know like, listen, you can do your own history and science right now because what they're learning in first grade is like super basic. And her health book, put that low on the totem pole. You know, don't stress your day out because um, you feel like you have to get that health book in, that health worksheet. You teach your kids health every day. Make sure they know how to take a shower, proper hygiene, what to eat, food triangle, you know, what to drink, what, you know, this and that. That's all that they're teaching you. So don't feel overwhelmed with the amount of stuff. Make sure you get the absolute basics. Cause listen, when I tried to um, sign Maddie up for kindergarten, <laughs> uh, phonics and reading and math 
and they want to add extra stuff in. I mean, that's just their sales job. It's nothing to be mad at them about. That's just what they do as their job. And I had to be like, wait a second. I, I just, I don't want to pay for that. I want to pay for this and that stuff I can do now on my own with my own resources and buying my own books somewhere or grabbing something off Amazon or my own devotion time and incorporate it later when it truly counts towards their grade. So I hope that helped anyone else out that was watching um, to not always feel so uh, pressured by everything that they're thrown at you that you think you have to do in, in that moment. All right, library, amazing public school requirement, you can do it at night, I'm a single mom. Okay, so we got other single moms. What kind of laptop do you use for the online teacher? Jillian, I use a Mac. That's just the family that we are. My husband is a Mac lover, and I don't know if I could actually have a PC in my house. So by default, I have a, I have a Mac. <laughs> so that's what we have. Oh, yes, Jake, yes, we, we saw it online. We, we love Pastor, um, the Pastor Van Hook. So that was an awesome, awesome week. I'm so glad he got to do there. What age did you start kindergarten? I'm having a hard time with my four-year-old wanting to learn or write. Yes, guess what? Why? He's four. Don't worry about it. Or she's four. What do you have? He or, sure. uh, he or she, Abigail. Four. Four doesn't need to start kindergarten. Five is the legal age that you're supposed to let whoever know or put your kid in school for kindergarten. Unless their birthday falls funny and the school doesn't take them until they're six. Five and six is kindergarten, not four. Just do the basics with them. Get their colors down. Get um, animals. Get shapes. Get, get the good stuff like that. You know, if you, if you want to start um, doing their name over and over again, over and over again. So when they see it, they know, hey, that's my name. And then let's learn the letters that are in the name. I do that with Teddy. So he knows the letters are in his name. Um, he might not be able to write T-E-D-D-Y right now because he hasn't actually fully learned how to trace the letters properly. But at least at four, he can look at his name and say, that belongs to me because that's my name. So you do not need to make your four-year-old sit down right now. I mean, you wanna give them a worksheet every once in a while, which I do with my little guy because my girls are in school and makes them feel good, you know, to be a part of something. But other than that, let them build, give them Legos, works their mind. Let them fo follow the, um, uh, what's it called? Let them follow the book that comes with, with the big Lego set. This one goes on this one. What color is that? You know, th those types of things. Uh, any kind of shape games. Uh, there's a great one that I have. And um, if you want to know it, write me because I'm having trouble thinking of the name of it. But it's a paper that you put on this magnetic board and you have all these shapes and all these shapes put together will make. So it's not a puzzle. They don't fit in, but all these shapes lined up together will make whatever picture is on the the magnetic board. So little things like that. There's nothing intense you need to do with your four-year-old right now. Uh, kindergarten is really when. So right now when they're four, you just kind of little bits, sitting still for this, little bits. Let's play Play-Doh. Let's paint. You know, draw me this. Get them to use their imagination as much as possible to show you, uh, you know, what's going on so you know how to work with them. Uh, yes, website, it's education.com. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Abigail, I started uh, Maddie's birthday uh, when she turned five. So I started uh, both my girls actually at five. 
So that's when when I didn't, didn't start mine till six. Yeah, I, it all depends, you know, it's your preference. So sometimes schools don't start till six. You feel like your kid is not ready to start actual school yet. Uh, and you feel like you wanna work with them a little bit longer uh, before you make it count, then start them at six. Between five and six, you have your choice uh, to start them. Yes, Christy Osmo. So I actually brought that in real quick so I could show you guys. Uh, this is the thing that I was talking about the other day that hooks to your iPad. And so it's this little um, reflector camera thing that points, like it takes your camera and shoots it down because everything you do is on the table in front of this Osmo. And it has this um, dock that it sits in. So it looks like this, if you wanna look it up, called Osmo. And it is this system for an iPad and it has tons, tons of learning stuff. So like this one is called um, Tangram. And this is kind of like what I was talking about. It will have a shape on the, the iPad screen and you have to take these um, pieces and you would take these shapes and you would put them to fit in the screen. So maybe they made a duck or they made, you know, uh, a teapot. All of it's gonna be made with these shapes by the time you're done by putting them in the order. And so it does that. It will take pictures for you. It teaches you how to draw. Maddie draws the most phenomenal stuff based on what it's showing her and what it's looking at her paper on the table. And it's really not that expensive and you can add stuff uh, to it all the time. Like this one was coding jam make uh, codes and you can do music. So what it does is she has whatever's on the screen, she makes these codes and then plays through it. So that, that's another one for Osmo. But they have so many different things and, it's, and it all is saved. So it's like if she does a drawing, if she does a project, if she does anything on this, you get the app on your iPad and you do it within the app and then it it keeps it in there. So you can go back to look at all your work, you can go back, it's like almost like a little, within the app is like a little filing cabinet. So so that's another one. Um, my daughter, <laughs> just like her dad, she loves coding and loves tech stuff. This is another one for the um, iPad. She loves Star Wars. Uh, my husband has got her into Star Wars. So this is another one, a coding kit uh, with a lightsaber and she does, all these different things. Kano, K-A-N-O, has a lot of great products uh, that are fun, but also educational. So she gets to, you know, write all this different code and different things like that. For the younger ones um, that we were talking about with, I found some of my um, Hooked on Phonics books that I mentioned the other day. And this is the kind of stuff, you know, that's in it. This is like what they're, and, and now you can get the resource off Amazon and then it comes with one that you can do online and follow along with the books. I have the old school one because it's from my sister and my oldest nephew just graduated from high school. So you can see how old my Hooked on, Hooked on Phonics is. These are the books from it. The books still look fine, but it's a CD, audio CD and stuff that you put in your TV. It's not done on an app or a computer or anything like that. But I take the books from it and that's how I teach them to read, but also with Alpha Omega, which I'm sure with other curriculums, when you order, um, when you order their their books, they send you reader books. 
So Brooklyn, Brooklyn's grade comes with four reader books that you do throughout the grade and you finish. And within the book are like uh, chapter books. So they've got different stories. And then it gets a little bit harder and a little bit harder. Then the next book would have a story that's two pages long rather than one page. And then it would have questions at the end because then they want you to do the comprehension where, do you remember what you just read? And sometimes it's harder as their first reading because they're a little bit slower and they're sounding out. So that's what their concentration is on. But as you increase their reading, it's good to ask questions because you want them to remember what they read. And, so, and, and then there's First Little Readers by Scholastic. So you can get any of this stuff online. And it's all books with the proper reading for first grade. And you can kind of test your readers and see what level they're at. So those are just all little things. What age did Ted introduce Maddie to Star Wars? Probably the last couple of years. How old is Maddie? Maddie's 10 and a half. I like told someone the other day she was gonna be 11 and a half. I just skipped her an entire year. <laughs> what kind of mother am I? Um, Maddie's 10. I would say for the last couple of years, they've been into Star Wars. So he started with the old ones, the original ones from the 70s, and they have worked their, their way up. But um, I live with a little Jedi named Teddy, and he lightsabers everybody and everything. I've actually gone through quite a few lightsabers because, um, yeah, he's, he actually hits things with them. <laughs> Having a boy has really rocked my world and uh, definitely different than having girls. Though my girls are not very passive and not very like um, Brooklyn's girly. Maddie's more of my sporty spice, but they're both tough. So, well, if anyone has any more questions, I will answer real quick. If not, I will let you guys go because I can't believe it's almost been four o'clock. But I hope this has been really informative for you. I, I, I thank you for sticking around with me. Um, I'm not going to come back on tomorrow. I think I really touched on a lot of stuff and answered questions. But listen, if you still have questions, let's just say I didn't get to them or you're new to listening this on the podcast or doing a replay on the broadcast, um, I want you to still reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram, uh, Carolyn Shuttlesworth, same on Facebook or nonstop mom. <laughs> you can reach me anywhere on there. You can find me and I will be happy to answer um, for you. If you're thinking about doing the Alpha Omega Academy, uh, let me know because I'll give you my contact. I'm, I'm in contact with the school right now trying to get a link for you guys to possibly get a, some sort of discount um, if you sign up. So I'm working on that hard for you guys and I should have an answer soon and I will um, let you know what I get. So if you have reached out to me and you're not uh, reached out to me already asking me like, what's the school contact? What's your director's name? Um, I'm not ignoring you. I think I've probably written you back and just said, you know, I'll get the information to you uh, because I, I don't want you to sign up and possibly get, you know, some kind of discount if they're going to approve that. So if you give me a couple of days uh, to hear back from them uh, and, and see if I can get that for you, I'd love to at least, you know, your first year that you sign up, get get a little bit off for sure. I actually asked him the other day, I said, are you guys really busy now? <laughs> he said, yes, we are so slammed. And uh, someone wrote me the other day and was like, you need to sign them up right now because um, 
the days to sign them up in the month I want, which is September, are are slowly closing in. <laughs> they only sign up a certain amount of people on uh, Mondays. They do Mondays in the month if you do the Academy. So anyway, yes, we have tablets for the kids. We download ABC Mouse on. Can you use these to carry on with the programs used for a laptop is a must. Um, you can actually do, if you do, no, I mean, ABC Mouse, Maddie did that. And uh, you can do the school. Like if you ended up doing Alpha Omega and do online courses or do Monarch or any other online stuff, um, it's, it's iPad uh, capable. Is that how you say it? Cap compa compatibility? <laughs> Something like that. But yes, you can still do it. They're, they're, um, Maddie, Maddie just likes to use my laptop, but if mine's not available or I have it, it does not prohibit her from not doing her school. She absolutely can still do her school, even though she says, I like your iPad. Well, you have to do it. You can't wait. But anyway, I really believe that this week was informative to you. And like I said, if you're new to watching this, uh, please go back and watch from day one, um, you know, and day two and day three. Uh, if you get to the podcast and you're like, uh, you know, she's showing pictures right now, just jump back on the broadcast on Facebook or my husband's name, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. on YouTube. And then you can go back and kind of see the setup, see, you know, the few things I have that kind of make it look, you know, classroom-like or just some things I wanted to have up for them to be able to do, um, you know, multiplication tables and books of the Bible and just different things like that, your letters. So it, you know, the letter one by Brooklyn's desk has really helped her in the last few months. So she can kind of look up and, and get her, you know, get your flashcards, get your sight words. You know, there's some words that when you teach your kids, there's not going to be a proper sound for it. And it's not going to have the right sound that you have a rule for. And it's not, there are literal words, uh, in our, uh, language that are just called sight words, meaning you memorize it. But everything else we need to know phonics and hear the sound for. So get your flashcards. Amazon is a great resource for that. Get get those flashcards, get them to participate. There's so many. There's another flashcard game I have for math called Math War. And same, same thing. Everyone gets the cards divided and then we flip it over. And then whoever can math problem has the highest answer is is the winner. And so I got to sit there and I got to make sure Maddie, I mean, not Maddie, but Brooklyn, um, you know, I say, you have to do yours. You know, I'll at least do mine. You know, when she was first learning her math problems, like, but you got to either add or subtract yours. So, you know, stuff like that, that incorporates a little bit of fun, but also learning. Anyway, does anyone else have any more questions? Because I'll get ready to go. Thanks for the info. We homeschool, and it's always great to learn what other people do. Yes. Um, Jillian, what discount was I talking about through the curriculum? I did mention, uh, mention uh, theeducation.com. Is that the one you're talking about? My husband wanted to know. He's itching so bad. Oh, to introduce it to our kids. Mm. Kelly, I'm thinking two years. It could actually have been three years when she was seven. It, it's been a few years because that's just like right up. Maddie is, Maddie, if anyone knows my kids or has seen my kids, Madeline looks like me. She looks like me a lot. When I say a lot, a lot. If anyone ever uh, has seen me post like what I look like at 10 next to her, 
it's creepy how uh, much we look alike, but as far as the way her mind works, her interests, it is all Ted. She is, she has every bit of tech gear you could think of. She's always surrounded by wires. She's always uh, building something uh, on the computer. She now, for Miracle Word Kids, decided she wanted to start a travel vlog. So any of your kids that um, wanna see Maddie and Brooklyn's first uh, travel vlog, you can find that on YouTube. Let me ask my husband what it's, it's under. Let's see. Because Maddie and Brooklyn are starting uh, to do travel vlogs on their way to meetings for other kids to enjoy and be a part of. And so Maddie just, and listen, when you watch this video, I think Ted was the only one, uh, okay, so he said it's Miracle Word Kids Vlog. So if you go to YouTube and search Miracle Word Kids Vlog, V-L-O-G, uh, you'll be able to see their first video. Now Madeline did all the editing. She chose, downloaded the song. She did all the editing from her iPad. I think the only thing Ted did um, might have been put the graphic up at the beginning with their picture. But while he did it, he taught her that. So their minds are so much alike, Kelly, that Star Wars is something Ted really loves and he was super excited to introduce it to Maddie. Brooklyn isn't too super, like she does it and watches it because it's on. Um, little Teddy loves it very much too. So he's got Maddie and Teddy, uh, you know, there that love Star Wars. So if you're down, let him introduce it. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Listen, you guys can do it. We have the mind of Christ. We are equipped to do anything that he's called us to do. I'm going to pray real quick for you. And this is going to be a mighty, mighty, mighty year for you. That even what the beginning looked like for your family is not how the end of the year is going to look like. I don't care what's going on. I don't care. The reason I don't care is not because I'm careless, not because I'm stupid, not because I'm ignorant. I don't care. It's because it's not our report. Our report only goes by what the word of God says. Our report is only given to us by the truth of God's word. So whatever everyone else is in a crisis does not mean that I need to be in a crisis. When everyone else is worrying, when everyone else is sick, when everyone else is going through uh, financial trouble, that is not how we're supposed to look. When there's a time of crisis going on in the world, the people that are not of this world, that's us, the people that are not of this world is not supposed to go through it, not supposed to look the same, supposed to be head and shoulders different than everyone else. So thank you everybody who has been watching this week, who has joined me this week. Father God, I pray that you give them a boldness to do what you've called them to do, to give them an encouragement in their spirit, to let them know that everything that comes their way that they can handle. Thank you, Lord, that there's a new strength inside of them uh, a new boldness, Father God, to do it, to uh, create this family, uh, new, the way, a new way for their family to look. 
Thank you, Jesus, that we put on the mind of Christ. And with the mind of Christ, there's no struggle. There's no failure. There's not knowing on, not knowing what's going on. That we are led by the Holy Spirit. We are filled. And being filled with the Holy Spirit, there's nothing that we can't do. Thank you, Lord, that you touch every mother, every father. And as their decision to, you know, whatever, if they've got to work, if their decision is to go back to school, Father God, that there's a protection, a supernatural protection around their children. Thank you, Lord, that uh, if you decide, the parents that are deciding to stay home, a supernatural protection around their children. Whatever they decide to do, they are equipped to do it. Lord, I ask you uh, to give them revelation of the word, a new hunger for the things of God. By digging into the word of God, uh, an, uh, an excitement and a boldness will come over their spirit, man. Thank you, Lord, that you have made us more than conquerors. And that's just not at something hard, uh, like a sickness or a financial crisis that comes our way. We're more than conquerors at everything you've called us to do. You're, we're more than conquerors if it's as simple as, uh, you know, cooking dinner. We can do anything great because you've called us to do it. We're great parents, great mothers, great fathers, great grandparents over our children or whoever we are guardians over. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of faith that leaps into everyone now by listening to these broadcasts uh, by the end of this week. Thank you, Lord, that you bless their home, that 2020 is a year of violent increase and expedited favor. And even if it was wonderful at the beginning, it's gonna be new levels of wonderful at the end because your word promises that we have rights as a believer and we're gonna operate that way. We're gonna walk in our right as a child of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Thank you again so much for joining me. I love you guys. And like I said, if you have any other questions, uh, feel free to write me and I will get back with you. You guys, I know it's only Thursday, but you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Enjoy your family. Don't worry about what's going on. Get out, get out, get out of the house. Go enjoy your family. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye.